back, everybody. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. There is a common theme around the message with um, with the FDA and Kratom. And I want to actually uh, tie together cannabis and Kratom in the perspective that the FDA is providing the public. And this is really important so that uh, it could be better understood uh, what they mean and where they're coming from. But the comparison will also baffle you because you, you'll realize that it's almost the same. Now, if you're new to the channel, welcome. This is The Daily Dose. I'm your host, Mike, and I appreciate you guys joining me today. Uh, every week, I bring you news info and you know education and various different things that I feel like are important and should be discussed. At least, um, they're important to me. So hopefully, you find them of value as well. So uh, today's Daily Dose is brought to you by grassstore.com cannabis delivery made simple save 40% now and use the code daily at checkout to do so now we have some news headlines here as you can see uh ascension parish i think this is louisiana uh council bans kratom sales um it's kind of crazy but we'll uh we'll dive into that this would be um a city within Louisiana. I don't think this is necessarily uh, the entire state. I don't know exactly, but we have six states that have banned it already. The next piece here is the Kratom industry in Pennsylvania is pushing their lawmakers to improve the safety of Kratom products. And we'll dive into that as well. Then finally, um, here, Wisconsin is one of the six states that Kratom was banned. First up, we have this right here. First piece of news. The parish will become the first in Louisiana to prohibit uh, the sale of Kratom, uh, the city within the state. So it's not the whole state. Uh, this comes following after uh, the death of a 29-year-old man. This was like a year, maybe two, give or take. Um, and he had some Kratom on him. Uh, we don't know if he had any Kratom in him. The investigators are continuing to uh, learn more about what happened exactly. So this is uh, unfortunate uh, that it happened. It's unfortunate that someone did die and they're you know, considering that it could have been Kratom. Let's face it, um, a, lot of these, a lot of things out there nowadays are being laced with fentanyl. I mean, even weed, and I covered that over a year ago. Uh, out of, I think it was Massachusetts is, or was it Connecticut? It was Connecticut is when it was happening. Um, so even weed, uh, it's understandable. They don't know. I'm just speculating, but uh, it is a cause for concern. Banning it, don't know if that's the right answer. I don't know. What are you going to do? Um, then you have the same kind of narrative uh, but not so aggressive. So Pennsylvania and their lawmakers are being pushed to kind of regulate Kratom. Uh, in it, it says the representatives of the industry surrounding Kratom, um, largely unregulated uh, substance used by millions, which uh, I also disagree with that statement. Um, I wouldn't say it's unregulated. It's self-regulated. Um, they are pressing Pennsylvania lawmakers to set up rules to keep unscrupulous operators out of the business, meaning probably people just trying to import large quantities of Kratom from Indonesia and not really doing anything, just trying to trying to move it online or otherwise. Uh, you know, it's bad news. I can tell you I get DM'd on the, reg on the regular, on Twitter and Facebook by, um, by these suppliers overseas, and they want to sell directly to me. 
I always say no. Doesn't matter how cheap it is. The reason why it's so cheap is because there's a likelihood there might be something in it. Um, and it could very well be that uh, they're targeting small players intentionally. Why? Because they know that um, they may not have the funds to be able to actually test it. So cheap Kratom doesn't mean it's good Kratom. Cheap Kratom doesn't mean it's bad Kratom. You know, it's kind of a gray area there. As it continues, you see here, um, their lawmaker supports the ban on sales to minors, which is understandable, but also will reintroduce the safety measures in future bills. Passing them is a matter of educating lawmakers on Kratom. You never know what is happening with this product. We need to put guardrails on this so the consumers have confidence to know when they are buying Kratom and whether or not it is actually only just Kratom. So valid concerns. Finally, there's uh, this Wisconsin thing, which is really interesting uh, that they're uh, looking to kind of um, flip backwards. So um, it was banned in Wisconsin and it could be legalized in the state after a regulatory board uh, agreed to provide guidance on the legislature at the urging of a bipartisan group of lawmakers. The state's Controlled Substances Board last week said it would study Kratom, sometimes used to treat pain or manage opioid withdrawal, and make recommendations. The substance became illegal in 2014. Wow, it wasn't just a couple years ago. This was a long time ago. Didn't even know it. Uh, that mostly regulated cannabinoids such as CBD and those found in marijuana. This, uh, let me read that again. The substance became illegal in 2014 state law that mostly regulated cannabinoids. Interesting. It was kind of what it was smashed together. Uh, This is just kind of like put into that bill along with cannabinoids. They say we're taking the approach of providing some guidance around Kratom. Um, This is their chair of controlled substances uh, board member, or he's the, he's the chair, the chairman. Interesting. I don't know. Now, Diving into the efficacy and like some of the reasoning behind what uh, the FDA has said, and I've had this conversation with um, with other people within the medical community. They could be uh, they could be doctors, they could be surgeons, they could be um, uh, pharmacists, and they all really say the same thing: is that well, it's hard to quantify what works for people. We have all this anecdotal anecdotal like self-reporting from individuals across the nation. If you look at Reddit and everything else, you'll see there are tens of millions of people that use it, that love it, and it works for them. I mean, I'm one of them. But largely, the FDA points out the fact that there's no set dosage that uh, can be considered effective on every single person. But my argument here is that it is a plant. A plant just like cannabis is. However, we, we're seeing vast changes in cannabis legalization and its framework is, um, is being worked on. We'll see what, you know, we'll see what it will look like in the coming months and years. But ultimately, this is the comparison and I want to show you my perspective here. Um, I understand where they're coming from. It's true. It's hard to really know what the proper dosage of Kratom is, how fresh was it, how, how potent is the, um, is the uh, alkaloids per gram, right? Those are important questions. Most people would not ask them. Uh, most people wouldn't even know to ask them, uh, especially if they're new. And more importantly, 
It's assuming that uh, the COA documents, those are certificate of analysis documents, uh, are accurate about its potency and, uh, and safety. Now, my perspective here is that, yes, we can say that about Kratom. It is difficult, but it is a plant. At the same time, so is cannabis. And we're not seeing the same type of language used for cannabis. Um, I've seen that, you know, I've seen the language with edibles, but not cannabis itself. Um, I think they're, you know, they're not the same thing. I understand that, but they're both plants. And, uh, if we, if we just take what the FDA's point of view is at face value, then the same would be said about cannabis, cannabis flower, cannabis vapes, cannabis edibles. There have been concerns about the edibles. Some states are regulating them. There were some concerns about um, concentrates. So some states have regulated them, but they're just some states. This is a broader conversation, I have to say. So ultimately, we, you know, I don't think there is a right or wrong answer, um, uh, you know, especially if we're going to continue to study and try to understand why it works and making sure that it can stay for the long haul. At least that would be a preferred outcome. Banning it completely will only see more issues within our country, within our communities, issues like you know, fentanyl deaths because it's being laced everywhere. Please, let's give people access to something that isn't killing them. And if we can as a society, please let us refrain from judgment. People use what they use for comfort, for relief, for the sake of uh, improving the quality of life day to day. Who are, you know, who am I, who are we to judge anybody? In any case, what are your thoughts? You should leave them down below. I'll catch you guys on the next one. 